clock in, never clock out. No way with the slackers. No, no way with the slackers. No, 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 no way with the slackers. Clock in, never clock out. Clock in, never clock out. Clock in, never clock out. Welcome, welcome to the Path of Revelation podcast. I'm your host, Gabriel Parker, and this is where the culture meets scripture. Listen, I'm super, super excited. I have an amazing show today for you guys. But but listen, I have to be honest. I'm also excited because my kids are out of school tomorrow for a snow day. So because they're out for a snow day, that means I get a snow day. Yay! <laughs> no, I'm choked. But listen, I'm super excited about it because I don't have to wake up super early with them. Uh, we get to sleep in a little bit, so I, I am a, I am really excited about that. But listen, I have a great show today for you. I just want to hop into it. We're gonna we're gonna be talking about fear today. Fear, fear, and the peace of God. I asked a question earlier today on social media, and the question was, how often do you wrestle with fear? And listen, for you guys that follow me, you you know. I do this often, usually leading up to a show, prior to a show, I'll ask a question or make a post that's geared towards what the upcoming show is going to be about. So I asked the question on social media, how often do you wrestle with fear? And man, I'm, I'm still getting responses and I had a lot of good responses and and along with a lot of those responses I also asked people like where does where is fear coming from in your life what do you think the source of it is what what areas do you do you wrestle the most with fear in and and my brother Rodney responded Rodney Thomas responded and said hoping to see things I want to see and not seeing them yet it's a constant struggle between accepting what God's plan is versus what my desire is and trying to align them properly. Like I can, man, listen, I can identify with that so much. And I think a lot of us, you know, I think this is a constant battle for a lot of us, you know, especially as our emotions get involved, you know, we have our desires and what happens when our desire isn't in line with God? What happens when things aren't clear about what we're desiring? Um, is this God's will or is it not? And so sometimes, you know, fear can come in and, and your mind or the enemy can begin to play tricks uh, with you in your mind. And so, man, that's a real thing, man, for sure. Uh, my sister Lavina said Fear of the unknown and wondering if something will work out the way I want it to. Man, I think we can all identify with that one. I know for me, I can I can identify with that one for sure. Uh, my brother Jermaine, um, J. Will Music, um, most definitely check out his podcast, Inspire God's People. Jermaine said, it's a pretty constant battle. But I win a lot because I'm no longer afraid of being afraid. Listen, I think that's huge. I think the best way to deal with fear is to face it. And I know a lot of times that's easier said than done. But my goal today is to give you tools and keys to overcoming 
fear. So I'm super excited about that. But listen, my sister Lashana, um, shout out to Lashana. She said, more often than I'd like to admit. However, I do my best not to operate according to how I feel. I think that's that last part that she said, I think is so important because a lot of times we make what we feel a reality and what you feel isn't always a reality. And and I think that's why it's so important for us not to be led by our emotions. That's why I think when I hear people say, follow your heart, just follow your heart. Man, I think I think that's the most terrible advice that someone can give anyone. You know, the Bible never tells us to follow our heart or trust in our heart. The Bible says to trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not to your own understanding, because the Bible also says that in Jeremiah 17 and nine, that the heart is 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 desperately wicked. Um, who can know it is <laughs> deceitful and desperately wicked is what it says. Who can know it? And so we're we're not we're not to trust in our hearts, but we're to trust the Lord with our heart. Does that make sense? So moving forward, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this, this topic is because so many people deal with it, but fear has been something that I've dealt with consistently. Um, and, and I've shared, I've shared a lot of stories with you guys and I've shared with you guys how like the last three years of my life has been super challenging trial after trial test after test you know you know financial issues and just different things like one thing after another um like in 2018 you know um and I'm not even telling everything but I just remember one particular season um me and, and I could t- I can t- tell it now because there's a testimony in it where God just showed himself strong in the midst of the situation. And listen, he God is worthy in the in the good and in the bad. So I don't want to paint a picture that he's not. But in uh, 2018, I want to say not this past winter, but the winter before last, man, it was just like our house was about to go into foreclosure. We was about to lose our house. We just we were just getting hit financially my business uh was 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 struggling really bad you know business had slowed down a lot and um we just had so many different expenses and debts that were just accumulating and um our house was about to go into floor closure and in the midst of that um <laughs> we ended up um we get, we had a leaky roof which that was an expense and and the leaky roof had had caused um black mold to begin to form on our ceiling in our living room so he's like yo we got to immediately get out the house um had to get the the ceiling fixed get the mold removed and get the roof fixed and man that was that was a a steep bill 
and now all of this is happening in the midst of um, us about to lose our house. But we're trusting God like, man, listen, God, you blessed us with this house. We don't want to lose this house, Lord. It's going to take you to make a way out of no way. And so soon as we get the roof fixed and get the mold removed and get everything taken care of, we move back in the house. Right. And like I want to say like a month later, we end up smelling gas um, in my son's bedroom. And my wife was like, man, I smell gas. We called a gas company out. Long story short, they detected, get this, not one, not two, not three, not five, but 15 gas leaks in the basement. And so we immediately had to get out the house because, you know, if you're familiar with gas leaks, man, that can cause an explosion. And so we had like 15 gas leaks in the house. We had to get out the house. And now that was another expense. We had to get all the pipes and everything replaced. Like we were already like, I don't know, like we didn't have the money. Like we just, it was just tough. Like, but we, we, we scrapped together like our money, money that we didn't have and got that repaired. And so in the midst of that, we moved back into our house once that situation is taken care of. And a week literally a week later in the middle and this is in the middle of winter a, a week we had went to stay with um my sister and brother um but when we moved back a week later our furnace goes out <laughs> i'm like you know have you ever had to just laugh to keep from crying like i had a lot of those moments and don't get me wrong i had a lot of you know, just the weight of the world on our shoulders. Like it was, it was a, it was a terrible season. It was a rough season for us. And as you, as you guys can imagine, we were dealing with an enormous amount of fear because we're not seeing the, the light at the end of the tunnel. We're not seeing how God is going to make a way out of no way. And so at this point, you know, I'm having conversations with my wife and we, we pray every morning together. And, and usually, you know, sometimes we'll discuss scripture, um, but we're praying and, and, and the conversations that I'm that we're having with the, with one another in the midst of this particular storm is, you know what, we're just going to trust God. We go bless God. Now we're we're going to glorify God, we're going to praise God and we're just going to trust him. Now were was was our emotions always in line with that profession? Absolutely not. But we were we knew that we would rather go through this trial and situation trusting God than not trusting him. Like, I don't understand it sometimes when 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 people go, I don't understand when people go through hard situations, they abandon God. Like, I would rather suffer or go through something with God than to go through that without him. And so we made up in our mind that we're going to strive to have the right attitude, even 
though this this life and these circumstances are beating us up right now and we're gonna we're gonna we're not gonna allow our our praise or our prayer prayer life to be based off of our circumstance and you know and so we we clung to scriptures like all things work together for the good of them that love him and are called according to his purpose and and I'm looking at where God has brought us out. God brought us out. And now we own, we went from going into foreclosure to now we own our home. <laughs> we, own, we own our home. And um, I'll just say this. The Lord completely turned our situation around like God showed himself strong. But one of the one of the reasons why I want to talk about fear and and I, I know I'm, I'm getting to my point. That's not even the reason why I want to talk about fear. <laughs> I, I had to tell that story to kind of set up this next part. But one of the reasons that that I wanted to talk about fear this episode, because I was driving in the car the other day and I just began to meditate on the the manifestation of material blessings and things that God has blessed us with up until this point. And I began to meditate on how God literally did a 180 to our situation where we went from not having any money in our accounts, being in debt and having about to lose our house to now owning our house having finances and having resources that we didn't have before and I just as I was driving and I'm like God we're we're good like we we're in a position that we've never been in now um and and something happened in the midst of me thinking on the Lord's blessings fear 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 began to grip my heart and it caught me off guard because I'm like, everything is going well. Why do I, why, what am I fearful of now? And what it was y'all was, it was a fear just like when we were struggling that, that fear of the unknown showed up even in the good times. Now that things were much better, that same fear began to manifest itself in my heart and say what what if this happens what if what if you lose everything and and you go back to where God just brought you from and I begin to in in the success that God has given us that fear was was showing itself once again and and it was interesting as I begin to become um, have an encounter with fear. I'll say, my what what caught, what what the Lord showed me was how I responded in that moment. My initial response to that fear that I was feeling wasn't for me to pray. It wasn't for me to cut on some worship music and begin to worship. It wasn't for me to begin to open up my Bible or begin to listen to my audio Bible. My initial response 
to the fear was to cut on YouTube and start listening to sports radio or to be or to begin to listen to a, a secular podcast or 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 a podcast on business. My response to fear wasn't to pray or read my word. It was. My response to fear was to occupy my mind, not renew my mind. And this and in the in this, the Lord began to show me and I, I feel like the Lord began to speak to my spirit and say, this is what people do. Instead of dealing with fear, they they distract themselves from fear. They instead of renewing their minds, they occupy their minds and renewing our minds and occupying our minds are not the same thing. And so when fear shows up. Instead of turning to God, we turn to other things like I did when I was in the car. Instead of turning to God, we turn to social media. Instead of turning to God, we turn to Netflix and instead of turning to God, we turn to alcohol and drugs. Instead of turning to God, we turn to friends who are not beneficial for our walk with the Lord. And so we begin to occupy our minds with so many different things to keep from having to face fear. But the problem is fear is still present in our life and the fear is pushing us away from God to trust in other things. And while we're while we think while we're distracting ourselves with so many different other things, we're we think that we're safe from fear. But really, it's a false hope. And so one of the things that I'm learning is that though fear may present itself, we have to be consistent in prayer. In first Thessalonians chapter five, verse 16 through 18, it says, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing, give thanks in all all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you so what does that mean give thanks in the good and give thanks in the bad he starts off by saying rejoice always and what I love about it it does not qualify the situation it doesn't say only rejoice in the good times it doesn't say only pray and give thanks in the good circumstances it says give thanks in all circumstances because the reality is as terrible as our circumstances can get and may be God never stops being faithful God never stops being good and so Giving there is a see, here's another thing. When fear is present, it takes us denying our flesh to give God praise when things don't look good. 
but it's necessary for us to overcome fear. And this is why I love Lashana's response and what she said. She said, I do my best not to operate according to how I feel. And that is the life of a believer. We walk by faith, not by sight. And though and and, and so there's a reality that the trials and the problems that we do see are very real. But we have to learn how to how to marry the reality of what we see with the reality of what we don't see. We serve a very big God, an all powerful God that we can't see. But he created everything that we do see. And so I walk by faith, not by sight. And so one of the the questions I I asked myself, did Jesus deal with fear? And the answer is yes. Jesus dealt with fear. Hebrews 4 and 15 talks about how we don't have a high priest. That's alienated from the things that we go through. But he was tempted in every way, even as we are tempted, yet without sin. And it talks about how we now can come boldly before the throne of grace. Now come boldly before the throne of grace that you might obtain mercy and favor in the time of need. Jesus is our high priest. And I could hear some of you guys probably asking, well, what's an example of when Jesus faced fear? I'm glad you asked. Let's look at Matthew chapter 26, verse 38 through 41. We see Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. And in verse starting at verse 38. It says, then he said to them, referring to Jesus, my soul is very sorrowful even to death remain here and watch with me let me let me give you guys context so jesus is in the garden of gethsemane and he's feeling the weight of his mission what do i mean by that he's feeling the the grief and the stress and the pressure of what he's about to go through He's about to he's um, about to be seized by the by the guards. He's about to be uh, lied on in the Roman halls. He's about to be spit on, mocked. He's about to be beaten till his flesh is ripped from his body. And all of this is going to happen before the cross, not to mention the horrific experience of the cross of itself. He's going to have to carry his cross, I believe, is more than two miles. Like he's he's feeling the weight of what he's about to go through. And so he says, starting at verse 38 again, he says, then he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful even to death remain here and watch with me he's talking to his disciples verse 39 and going a little farther he fell on his face 
and prayed, saying, My father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. What is Jesus saying right here in verse 39? He's saying, I don't want to have to go through what I'm about to go through. I don't want to have to suffer the, the, the horrific things that I'm about to suffer. But Lord, regardless of what I want, not my will, but your will be done. Verse 40, and he came to the disciples and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, so could you not watch with me one hour? Verse 41. This is important right here. Watch and pray. Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. Watch and pray that you may not be dominated by fear that you may not be dominated by temptation that you may not be dominated by your circumstances he says watch and i'm speaking in, in layman's terms and making it applicable to what i'm talking about he says watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation the spirit is willing to do what is right but the flesh is weak here's what happens with a lot of us when we experience fear like what Jesus is experiencing right now in this text instead of yielding to the spirit and turning and submitting our spirit to God we feed our flesh our flesh is weak our flesh desires to be distracted from the things of God our flesh desires to be occupied to, to the, our flesh desires our minds to be occupied not renewed and in Luke 22 in Luke the physician's account of this story of Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane he lets us know that Jesus was under so much grief and sorrow that he began to sweat blood which is a medical condition called hematidrosis. Hematidrosis happens when a person is under great stress, distress, and fear. And here's what I say to people. And to Lashana, I'll just use Lashana's point again. When she said, I don't want to operate based off of how I feel. We see this example in Jesus when he says, if it be possible, my emotions are saying, let this cup pass from me. But my spirit, man, is stepping up and saying, nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. In other words, Jesus is saying, God. I don't want to do what I feel like doing right now. I want to do your will. In other words, I don't want to, I don't want to be dominated or controlled by my emotions because my emotions give in to fear. My emotions give in to pride. 
And so how did Jesus, the, how, the question is, how did Jesus deal with fear? And it's simple. He denied himself. He denied himself. And so how do we overcome fear? When I look at Philippians chapter four, Paul is writing, and this is another good example of this. This is why context is so important when reading the Bible. In Philippians four, Paul is literally writing this letter from prison. He's in shackles and chains. He's in a prison going through a great persecution, yet he's writing this letter. This is what he writes. Let's start at verse four. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. He's writing this from prison. He's telling us, though he's in a prison situation, though he's in a horrific circumstance, he's telling us rejoice in the Lord always. Again, and just in case we didn't get it the first time, he says, again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. In other words, he's saying, do not be worried. Don't worry about anything. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God let me say something real quick before I continue reading there's never a time when we don't have anything to thank God about do you guys see a consistent theme here in Thessalonians, rejoice in the Lord. In Philippians, rejoice in the Lord. Give thanks. Regardless of your situation, give thanks. Even if you don't feel like it, give thanks. We always have something to thank God about. It doesn't matter the circumstance. Him shedding his blood for us, him giving us life is enough for us to all like even if I had 10,000 tongues, it would not be enough to praise. I couldn't praise him enough. But see, what happens with us sometimes, we're so conditioned to only view God as worthy based off of our external circumstances. We make God into a genie a lot of times. And so when things aren't going well, we think that the genie isn't doing his job. Oh, that's another podcast for another time. But listen, he says, rejoice always. Verse seven. He says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. This is important, y'all. Don't miss this. The peace of God and the peace of God. Listen, when you're not worrying about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, letting your request be made known to God. In other words, give everything to God. Give your successes to God. Give your worries to God. Give your failures to God. Give your disappointments to God. Give it all to God. 
Verse seven, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. What does that mean when it says um, a pe- the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding? That means a peace that doesn't make any natural sense. A peace that isn't based off of your external circumstance, a peace that isn't based off of your bank account, a peace that isn't based off of where you live, a peace that isn't based off of how jacked up your situation is. He says he will give us a peace that doesn't make sense, a peace that surpasses all understanding. It doesn't make sense. And he he will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Verse eight. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. He's telling us what we should be thinking on. This is why prayer and and, and, and the word is so important. This is why it's so important to have a good fellowship around you. Like you can't hang with with everybody you can't just give everybody your ear some of us are bound in our circumstances and bound by fear and doubt because of the people in our circle the people that we you know we give our attention to the bible says evil communication corrupts good manners verse 9 What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Now, let me just remind you again. He's writing all of this from a prison cell. He's been beaten. He's been imprisoned and he's innocent. Verse 10. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length. You have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Now that I am speaking of being in need, not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. He's saying whatever situ- whatever my circumstance, I've learned to be content. Verse 13, I can do all things through him. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's the context of that verse. I'm so tired of hearing that verse taken out of context. But listen, you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Give it to him. And listen, it doesn't matter. Listen, because we all face fear. Jesus faced fear. Jesus felt fear. But just because you feel fear doesn't mean that you have to be dominated by it. And so. We have to pray without ceasing. 
We have to make sure that our minds are constantly being renewed because there's so many things that come against our minds on a regular basis. There's so many distractions out here. But I want to encourage you guys today to give it to God. And listen, this is another thing, and I have to make this point before I wrap this up. A lot of times we we think because we feel something that it's a reality. We think just because we're tempted, we're sinning. No, you're not sinning until you give in to the temptation. You're not sinning until you give in to the fear. And so we have to stop giving our emotions precedence over truth. It's not what you feel all the time is what you know. And what I mean by that truth is more valuable in my life than my emotions. And for this to be the case as believers, we have to we have to know our words. We have to we have to start studying to show ourselves approved. As the Bible says, we have to start seeking God and take it to another level. And listen, it's okay to deal with fear in your life. You don't have to feel shamed because you you wrestle with fear. You know, some of the people, some of you guys on my post, you know, I it kind of came off as if like you just there was a shame there. But it's not it's nothing is nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Jesus dealt with fear. It's how you deal with fear that matters. Because here, here's the reality. All of us are going to deal with fear at some point in time. I have different fears that I'm currently facing in my life right now. You know, in the previous season of the things that we went through, it was how are we going to get this money so we don't lose our house? Now in this season is me starting a new business and how am I going to get new accounts and continue to grow the business? Like there's always going to be something that there's always going to be a unknown factor of our that when it comes to our life that we're just going to have to trust God. You know what I'm saying? I'm reminded of the scripture where Jesus said, if he clothes the lilies of the field and feeds the birds of the air, how much, how much more important are we to God than the birds of the air and the lilies of the field? Like if he takes care of them, he'll take care of us. He says, take no thought for tomorrow. He's like, don't don't worry about tomorrow. I'm I, I got you. I'm in control. Like we don't have to know everything. We just have to have faith in the one who knows everything. <laughs> God is all powerful. He's all knowing. And I am confident that he's he's working 
all things together for the good of them that love him and are called according to his purpose. And so in, in the times in your life when you don't understand what your next move is, when you don't understand the next decision or the next you don't like there's times in our lives where we don't we have no idea where we're going. We're just trusting God or we just or for some of us, we're just trying to trust God like, God, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm trusting you. I'm trusting you, God. And sometimes it don't make sense. And and, and some of us it's like Abraham when he. He didn't know where he was going. He didn't know he was about to walk into the promised land. He 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 was just following the voice of God. And so some of us need to get re um, recommitted or make a commitment to give ourselves to prayer, to give ourselves to the word, to stand up to fear by trusting God with your doubts by trusting God with your insecurities God I give you everything God I don't know how it's going to work out but I know that you are more than able and listen even if it doesn't turn out the way that I want it to you're still worthy of my praise Lord I thank you God I thank you for dying on the cross for my sins God I thank you God for giving me life God I thank you listen be encouraged y'all don't be discouraged because fear is present fear was present with our Lord and Savior and let us follow his example. And in the midst of fear, let let's let our prayer be God. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Path of Revelation podcast. Listen, make sure you guys write in if you have any prayer requests or any questions or suggestions or comments about show uh any show you've heard or or, or just anything just hit me up path of revelation now at gmail.com listen the album is on the way i'm working on it it's gonna be coming soon listen it'll be here by the summertime <laughs> i'm just putting it out there i know I, I told you guys march but listen that's that's not gonna happen i this business um, this new business venture has take has caused me has really, really caused things to kind of get moved back. But it's a it's a good thing. So just keep me in prayer. I love you guys. Listen till the next time. God bless you.